right. You're listening to the Stream Token Podcast, a show to help people make meaningful content and pursue their streaming passions. My name is Robert Maldonado. I'm an official Twitch content creator for the Army National Guard. I'm sitting down with other creators to talk about their processes, the lessons they've learned, and how to help others. Here at the Stream Token Podcast, we learn, share, and grow together. Welcome, everybody. We are here, episode number eight, on time for you, everywhere you can hear podcasts. Thank you, everyone who showed up here uh, for my interview today with Big Daddy Teej, awesome guy, super excited to have him on the show. What a great conversation. A little bit about Big Daddy Teej straight from his Twitch page. Uh, I'm Teej, used to be a Mixer creator, and I'm here because I want to build a community that focuses on positivity and acceptance. We all need a little love, so stop by for a smile sometime. I'm super into playing Destiny, so if space magic is your jam, let's hang. Uh, Yeah, great time, great opportunity to learn a little bit more about Tej and uh, and what he's been through. So, moving forward, like I said, we're going to be into the show pretty quickly. I'm looking forward to seeing you after the show. See you guys then, guys. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited. Uh... I know it took a little bit, and my life has been crazy the last couple of weeks, uh, so, but I'm really excited that I got to do this. So oh, thanks. dude, me too. Yeah, this is awesome. Tell me about Sadder Destinies before we even get into anything. Oh my I need gosh. to know what your yesterday was like. My yesterday? Me, my yes. my every Saturday? My, uh, yes. my Sadder Destinies? I don't even call it. My, my phone doesn't even have Saturday in it anymore. Like, I don't even have, <laughs> like, I can't even write that word in a text message without it auto-correcting. Uh, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, so Saturn Destiny came about, uh, man, gosh, right at the end of t- my time on Twitch the first time, which was very early 2018. Um, when out of the blue, I was just like, man, I told, I told my wife, I said, I think I'm going to start streaming on Saturday morning. And, and first of all, she looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, cause I didn't have a really affirmed stream schedule at that point. And I said, well, you know, it's, it's a time when, you know, some people are up, some people aren't, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, whatever, I'm just going to try it. And so I, I ended up just like thinking I'm, I'm in marketing professionally. And I thought I was very, very, very clever by coming up with saying, I'm, we're going to have sadder destiny. And it, it was nothing like more than me just kind of, uh, fooling around and, and trying to be clever and entice people through a tweet to come and hang out in my stream, which at that yeah. time averaged, you know, one to five viewers at any given point. Um, and so we did it and it was fun and it was a good time. And then like literally probably a week or two later, we moved to Austin, Texas from Atlanta. And, uh, that was also about the time that I was like, man, I'm thinking about a mixer move and uh, <laughs> rip and, um, yeah, I'll pour some out. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we, we moved and, and then I, I kind of started thinking of it. Okay. I had this opportunity to rebrand myself on mixer and be a little bit different than, than what we had going on Twitch. And at that point I was doing a lot more destiny content because the Warmind expansion had launched. Um, and it was kind of reviving the game in a way that was more meaningful than, than previous. And, uh, Saturday destiny kind of became this like, man, you know what I should do is it's too difficult for me to plan around, playing with people every time I stream because there's either people that don't need help or there's not, you know, people there that I don't asking for things I don't have time for or whatever. What if I just had a day that was about, you know, community and, and, and trying to offer a a fire team for people who don't have one during the week since I do. And, um, 
You're the real hero. Here. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, it, so that at that point it was like, okay, what's this Big Daddy T John mixer? This kind of chilled out, kind of hangout vibe, and then a Saturday Destiny kind of sprung up as like every week, no matter what game I'm playing during the week, because I do like to do single player kind of story games. Every weekend on Saturday morning, we're gonna play Destiny, and it's gonna be a day where I just try to help people. And I just kind of decided it once, and then from there it grew into this like people look forward to it, and it's very ritualistic, and it's a thing now. It's a thing you made now. It- Mm-hmm. that's awesome i mean yeah. destiny destiny for me has always been uh the great white buffalo and the girlfriend who got away because <laughs> me, my wife is in the other room <laughs> uh i have i come and go it comes in waves where i'll do destiny hard for a while a lot of my friends have fallen off and almost have a bitter taste whenever i bring up really? destiny like hey man the game's changed a lot uh, they were real disappointed at how Destiny 2 started when they sure. finished the initial content. And there was just, it was so casual. The like Tuesdays, you do all your, all your, yeah. um, your Ingrams and then you're good for a week. Then you're done. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah and, the drought. Uh, I'm like, come on guys, we can do this. Cause I, I'm a social gamer. The biggest reason I play video games is when I moved out of state was to keep connected with my friends and my, right. my circle and it has kind of grown tremendously to all sorts of people so the, the biggest reason like let's do this guys and since they are not in it i have really struggled to keep up i'm yeah. constantly like a season behind <laughs> <laughs> well that, that's okay though that's okay yes. you can be a season behind and still it doesn't feel okay it but doesn't yes. feel okay man <laughs> no. i'll I guess, you know what, I think as somebody who does keep up, hearing you say that it doesn't feel okay, I think if I'm trying to imagine myself, if I had like skipped season of the worthy and I was coming in here and, and like people are like, oh, we'll just use the armor from last season. It's not sunsetting. Yeah. And I didn't have it. I, I can, I can understand. I would, I would be a little bit like, but I, I, I missed it. You know, like I, I would feel that way. So I get it. Yeah. And I have gaming ADHD. I'm constantly okay. playing about 12 games at once. <laughs> it's it's calmed down since I've started streaming more and I said I kind of need to pick a lane yeah. and have some sort of uh, consistency, uh-huh. which will make things a little easier for me. Uh-huh. But yeah, before that, it was wild. It was like a different game every day. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, some people really make that work. I I, I mean, I don't know. Do you, are you familiar with Sioni at all? No. Okay, so Sioni, it's, it's S-E-E-O-H-K-N-E-E. So like... It's C-O-N-E, but it's pronounced C-O-N-E. Oh, yeah. I spelled that way differently. Oh, so yeah. thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, he, he was he was a, a mixer uh, who has... I think he's I think he's Twitch now. I actually haven't uh, kept up with him as well as I should. But um, he, he is somebody who... I, I feel like every time I popped into his stream, he was doing a different... Sometimes twice in the same day. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I'd log in and he's like, today we're doing Geometry Wars. And I'd like go make lunch and come back. And he'd be like, this is Apex. I'd be like, what? Whoa, hold, hold the funks. Calm yourself. Yeah. What's going on? But I mean, I think that like, I think that your, your situation might be more common than you think because that, I mean, he, he was, he was a partnered streamer making it happen with really with, uh, with doing different games all the time. I've, I've gotten, like I said, I've gotten a lot better. Um, I stream for work part time. Nice. So I've tried to have some consistency. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm a recruiter for the Army National Guard. Okay. Uh, a lot of the service branches have really had a big push on esports, mm-hmm. which right now there's a there's a little bit of turmoil with active army, and that's kind of bleeded up over onto us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I got this opportunity. I had no idea what I was doing. Spent a whole bunch of money on equipment. 
told my wife it was for work and uh, now i've been streaming uh consistently but since february with some breaks because i had to do some training yeah um and it's been a wild ride a wild and expensive but exciting ride it streaming is immensely expensive oh People yeah don't this, understand this <laughs> so is a passion project at your house I yeah. mean, uh, kind of, yes, but like, it's, it's really hard, man. It's work. Yeah. There's, there's times I'm like, oh, I don't want to hit the go live, yep. but this is my oh. scheduled time. Dude, I feel that. I think that's, that's such an important thing to call out too. Like like there, there is validity and, and, uh, like meaning and, and importance to recognize that there are days that you, you think about doing a stream and you don't want to. And, and you know, I think a lot of stream, there's a stigma in the streaming community that feeling that way is a completely selfish and, and, uh, and, and, and like, like greedy act of uh, all these people are wanting to, to come out and support you and love you. And you, and you just don't, you just, you can't even, you can't even work up the effort to play video games. And that's, that's so yeah. not what it is. It's, at the end of the day, no matter whether you're creating content for work or for for personal hobby, whatever you you're putting on a show. You know there there, oh, there yeah. are times Jimmy Fallon who sits in a chair, you know, every night at eleven thirty doesn't doesn't he gets into his dressing room and he goes, man, I really don't want to do this. Yeah. So the last guy I spoke to, Twisty Shape, he had a lot of um, a lot of anxiety. Uh, he spoke on on you know feeling a, a big sense of responsibility to to the community he's built and mm. i was not expecting any of that because that is not what he portrays when he's when he's on sure. and that's i think more so the case for a lot more people than you think yeah is that yeah. what it's like for you uh i mean i think for, i'm not a very anxious person i'm very fortunate um anxiety in 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 the conventional sense is not something that i deal with on a regular basis um, yeah. my wife is a, is a very anxious person she's very public about how anxious she is and how she and the things she does to try to work through that and combat it um because it's you know it's a completely you can't help it it's just you yeah like, there's not yeah. It's an, there's not a there's not an off switch there's not a training exercise nothing you can do to quell anxiety it's just there uh and it's it's how well you can kind of ride the waves and deal with it um as a not very anxious person myself my my biggest kind of like the reason what, what, what kind of demotivates me sometimes is I, I am not, uh, I, I am not a stranger to stress, um, in that I hold myself to a pretty high standard of both, you know, presentation and, uh, quality of content and, you know, mood and vibe and, you know, like brand as again because i do marketing in real life i am very in tune with what it means to portray a brand voice to an audience mm -hmm. and how important it is to not have that fluctuate very much because you want to make sure that you set an expectation and kind of stick with it um so for me my demotivation comes with like okay i am we just got done eating a really big dinner uh you know we're watching anime on the couch and like right now my vibe is sit here with my jeans unbuttoned stomach pushed all the way Ooh. out slouching on the couch <laughs> glass of wine in hand zoning out zombified watching anime and then you know i look at the clock and it's 7 45 and i've got a yeah. stream in 15 minutes it's like man yeah. i do not feel like hype daddy teach right now yeah i feel like nap daddy teach <laughs> and uh you know for me at that point it's almost like man do i just do i have it in me to to give people you know the what i set the expectation for can i go and play video games am i worried about how i'll be perceived i mean not really it's more about you know can i can i be can i can i meet the expectation that i've set for myself 
And yeah, that's what kind of that's where it starts to get me a little bit. And 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 I would say I would say nine point five times out of ten, I get on there and, and once I see the chat rolling in the height and then start screen up there, it changes my whole mood. I'm sitting upright in my gaming chair, you know, I got the G fuel yeah. on the desk and it's like, man, I'm I'm ready. But yeah, boy, getting off the couch to begin with is is hard sometimes. Uh, a couple things. Thank you, by the way. You have personally saved me some money on all of my G Fuel. I think I'm about to order my third tub. <laughs> I tried to, man. That's the goal. <laughs> I think TIE Fighter tagged me in something because I mentioned something. And he's like, yeah, use this code. And then I, I posted on Twitter and then I need another one. So yeah, you've kept me highly caffeinated for at least Excellent. the past two months. That's great. Thank you. That's right. I mean, you know, listen, these, these are work expenses. Yes. Uh, we can yeah. write these off even yeah. at a discount. And, hashtag um, sell out. That's right. Hashtag sell out. That's right. All day. <laughs> What's funny about G Fuel is that, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because I, uh, I am one of the few people with a smaller following who was approached by them. I did not apply to be a partner. With G really? Um, they came to me. Uh, and, and that's a story that I don't get to tell very often, mostly because it's, it, it feels kind of conceited to say, oh, I'm so yeah, hey. wonderful that they, they it's print, the fits. Well, and that's the thing like they so so the, I was doing this thing on Mixer, you know, kind of switching things over. They were expanding their reach to Mixer partners. I was not a Mixer partner, still never was a Mixer partner. And they uh, kind of came to me one of their partner managers came to me and said, hey, you know, G Fuel is wanting to extend their reach and and, and kind of uh, engage a new audience outside of competitive esports. And what we're doing is we're looking for highly community centric streamers who kind of embody, you know, the elements of the brand um, can, can properly engage a community and, and can kind of excite them about the product. And the nice thing about the, the reason why this was kind of a match made in heaven is because I, I had a joke running for years, ever since I was streaming in 2017, back on Twitch where I, I used to, I, I like G feel personally. So I was a, a frequent customer of theirs and I would buy it and I would drink it on stream cause it kept me caffeinated and, and happy and whatever. And so I would say on the streams, uh, you know, Hey guys, like just so you know, this stream is uh, unofficially sponsored by G feel. You can save yourself 0% on your order by using code teach yada 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 community laughed it was a big joke ha ha yeah. ha ha and then you know one day they came to me and they wanted to sign me as a as a partner and it was like and then the, the next stream that next that first stream was like hey guys uh so we're gonna make the joke but it's not a joke and there's a real discount and everybody's like what do you what what's <laughs> that's so, phenomenal it's crazy so i was already kind of hyping people up on it and doing some free advertising for them anyway and so to kind of just get on board on an official capacity was it was an exciting time because, you know, people say hashtag sell it all the time. It's like I was already sold out. They were already <laughs> yeah. taking my money every they other got month. Me. Yeah. Like, you know. It's a good time. So that being said, you can save 30 percent off on your order of G, <laughs> <laughs> G fuel using the discount code Tej. That's T-E-E-J. Tango Echo Echo Juliet. For you military it, may not, folks. it may not be 30 all the time. It's 10 all the time and 30 sometimes. Okay. We'll see. I got the 30. You got 30. You scored big. That's a yeah. good one. Thank you. Uh, so I will say you have a very professional setup. Um, how I kind of work my guest is I do, I interview someone at the end of the interview or the conversation. I say, hey, is there anyone that you know that you think would, you know, enjoy coming on and telling their story? And TIE Fighter recommended you. No way. Yeah. So I. Really good, dude. Yes. So I checked out your mixer streams and I, and then I saw where you worked. I was like, tie fighter. I don't think he's going to do this. I <laughs> he seems like he's a true professional working in the industry. And, uh, this is my third episode. Well, in that case, the costume worked. Everybody was fooled. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it took me it took me a while from when I had that conversation with Tyler to actually shoot one day like laying in my bed talking to my wife. I was like, uh, I'm really struggling to get people to get like actual times locked in. I was like, I'm just gonna send a message to a couple people I've been intimidated to send it. Mm-hmm. She's like, do it. And I just hit send and you're like, sure. I was like, awesome. Love to. Like, Honey, you said yes. Love to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like this stuff's cool to me. I, I I love doing I love talking to people about experiences because I think that there's this there's a weird I think Professor Broman is somebody who I look up to in this regard because he started the Ask Broman podcast. And it was, it was a podcast solely based on having people come into a discord and ask live questions. And I'm like, man, you are brave. Like that's, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And he's had a couple of bad experiences, but not many. Like most mm-hmm. of the time it's very genuine. And like, you know, an entire thing about kind of removing the shroud of intimidation from streaming. And so like, you know, to, to have somebody who's that, 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 that level of influence and audience kind of start to do stuff like that. And then, you know, thinking about how can I, kind of help contribute anytime somebody's like you know come on and talk about a, a stream experience or, or destiny or something it's like let's just normalize talking about video games with people in a public setting like i'm not revealing that this there's i'm not telling yeah. anybody anything they don't already know there's no secrets to streaming i'm trying to keep to myself because i'm afraid of them getting out let's just make it normal public domain information yeah so i'm i'm really glad that you decided to do this and we can work it out uh, you have been one of the easiest time zones. Usually I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're five hours plus one. So you're like, I was like central one hour behind. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so what motivates you to get up and do this as much as you do? Cause you stream often. I do stream often. I'm uh so, so I streamed my, my stream journey like began when, uh, I quit my job. Actually, I'm not the job I have now. But back in Atlanta, uh, I had a job that uh, that I, I despised. Um, this was a job. I'm not going to, you know, say a bunch of things about uh, about who it was, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But the the idea was this company had uh, the, the lowest level of, of integrity I'd ever experienced. Um, and to the point where they were uh, engaging in really kind of malpractice um, kind of activities and asking me to kind of collude and be a part of that. Um, and a level that I was just completely not comfortable with the, the flip yeah. side of that coin is I was being paid more than I've ever been paid anywhere. And my wife and I wanted for nothing, which was great. Uh, except when it comes to the cost of your character, um, yeah. the price becomes way too high. So, uh, after not a very long time there, I, I decided that I needed to leave and I, I had nothing else lined up and it was pretty scary, but I just, I, you know, in that place, you realize that you can't, I, I mean, I, I hold myself to a certain level of integrity that, uh, was being impacted by that experience. So, uh, it was like, we're going to figure it out because I can't keep being somebody We can't, I can't job hunt. And at the same time be, you know, complicit in what's happening behind closed doors. So I left and, um, you know, didn't really have much of a plan. And that was actually my wife who said, you know, you should, you should, you know, resident evil seven just came out. You should stream it. And I was like, dude, what are you, what? Stream it. I don't have. I what do I have? A webcam and a and an iMac. I can't stream yeah. video games. What's wrong with you? Um, and so we decided that she's like, well, I'll do it with you. We'll do it as a as a thing. It'll just be a fun, stupid thing for you to do while you job hunt. Okay. So we did that, and it was great, and we had a lot of fun. And uh, you know, a few people were in and out, and 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 whatever, just watching the content. And I got I I got like a little taste, and I got pretty addicted to it. I was like, this is <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. And so I started doing it every day uh, just because I was getting such a rush out of it. And um, I think what ended up happening is, you know, you can swing the hammer too far 
uh, and kind of go too hard. And so, you know, you comment that I stream often. It is about half of what I used to do. Um, because what, what was happening was I was so into it and so dedicated to it, especially with it being new that I was kind of neglecting my actual life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the job hunt hadn't started. Uh, yeah. you know, we were doing the, the, the time man, our date night was canceled cause I was streaming, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That's like, you know, it was really getting in the way. Um, and so really, I think it took us, you know, probably almost a year, I guess, to really get to a spot where I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to, we're going to sit down. I'm going to commit to a schedule. Um, and, and, and stick with it. So I stream four days a week, uh, three at night, one in the morning. Um, and then that's kind of, and then for about three hours, three hours at night and then five hours on Saturday destiny. Uh, and that, that's kind of been a very good, happy medium. It's kind of been able to allow me to have the time I need, uh, off stream to do things in my real life. And and obviously during the day to, to be at my day job. Um, and so the motivation for me comes from, I think, being able to connect with people. This is going to sound so stupid, and I have to I have to preface it with that because people like laugh at me, and, I, and please don't laugh at me. No. But um, the, okay, <laughs> I'm serious. I, I so I, I worked for Apple through college. Okay. Um, and one of the one of the missions that that Apple sets for their employees is that you know the biggest goal at any given point in time is to try to enrich people's lives. That's really that's actually what their mission says through the technology, the relationship you build with technology, you are your 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 number one goal is to enrich people's lives. And that kind of has really stuck with me uh, ever since. And I kind of have decided that my stream is is I want it to be a conduit to enriching people's lives. And whether that's through providing a little bit of escapism, uh, whether that's for giving them some community to connect with people. And, you know, have shared interests with, you know, folks that maybe they don't have in their real life uh, or whether that's just coming in for someone to smile at them and tell them that they're valuable and that they're loved because everybody deserves that and needs that. Um, so it, whatever facet it needs to be, my motivation comes from I am, you know, blessed and fortunate that in my life and, and my marriage and my job, I feel I feel very enriched. I feel very fulfilled on a regular basis. It's not to say, you know, don't have issues, don't have problems, but it's, uh, it's, it is definitely to say that there's, um, you know, I, I recognize the, 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 the place in which I am right now personally, where I, 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 uh, I feel compelled and, 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 and grateful to have the opportunity to give some of that back. And so my motivation comes from being able to get online and do something that I love to do with people who, uh, want to hang out and, and build relationships and, and enrich lives together. As lame as so, it sounds, that's what it comes from. No, that feels, it sounds very genuine, and that's awesome. I will say the best moment, or one of, I can't say the best, one of the best moments I've had is uh, I was a high school teacher for a few, and a student after she graduated reached out and said, hey, uh, Mr. Maldonado, you know, you were one of the few teachers who actually pushed me to do better, and I appreciate you, uh, and thank you for that. And that was, wow. that I had an impact on that young person Wow. At like 24 at the time, I was like, wow, that that's what it's about. Like that hit me in a profound way wow. that I hope that I do that more often. And that the position I have now, you know, I've gotten a lot from the National Guard. They paid for my education, my wife's education. Um, I hope that the people that join under me have that feeling of, wow, you know, Sergeant Maldonado really changed me for the better. Yeah, and uh, I'm not quite there on, on 
streaming as far as what I'm contributing. I still struggle to answer that question, like why people watch me? <laughs> why, are, why are you here? You know, I, I'm just, it's still learning a lot and still becoming yeah. established. And I'm still, I am just now getting to the point where I feel that I am competently putting together a professional looking stream. Okay. Uh, and now okay. I think the next step for me is to try and build some sort of community. Yeah. Yeah. Slow, slowly. Like you Definitely. are so community driven. Uh, you know, you're, you're at the, the other side where I'm like looking at how do I get there? <laughs> Man, I don't, I honestly don't even know if I know how I got here. <laughs> like, I think, I think there's, there's something I, I, I regularly speak with my moderators and other people that I trust. TIE Fighter's one of them, um, you know, and, 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 uh, and Boswick in the chat, uh, who's one of my mods and has been, he's a real life friend of mine from Atlanta. He helped me get my stream off the ground and he's been moderating for me ever since. Um, that's awesome. It's been, it's been incredible. He, he was, uh, he was actually somebody who worked with me at that horrible, horrible place we spoke of and, uh, he eventually left himself and is much happier now. Um, but the, uh, you know, having a couple of, of solid, you know, level-headed folks to kind of ask those questions to, I think is important. Because um, I've asked them. I think every streamer has. You know, hearing you say that you ask yourself, why do people watch? I, I mean, dude, there's still, there are days I still ask that question. Like, what am I really bringing to the table? And I think yeah. that it, it takes having those kind of, those few people in your inner innermost circle where you could be like, just I just need some validation. I just need some reminder about like what is this, what value am I adding? Like what's going on that 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 this is a worthwhile endeavor? And and you know, I think that some of the reassurances that I've gotten over the last couple of years have been like, you know, there there is a certain uh atmosphere that that you create. And that mm -hmm. and it helps to kind of remember that. That you know, no one is like, and they're they're very honest with me. They're like, Tej, no one is watching you for your gameplay. I'm like, ah, man, I, not really. And you know, what? Yeah. does it sting a little bit? Sure, because I think yeah. I'm okay at Destiny. But at the, at the end of the day, I'm not glad. I'm not M Tash. I'm not Frostbolt. I'm not any of these people that are just absolute gods at uh, at at PVE or PVP, respectively. And mm -hmm. I think that like, you know, that there there's there there's an importance for me to be able to hear that feedback of. You need to remember that, you know, you putting your title as, you know, today we solo flawless the dungeon is not something people really come to your channel for. Like, yeah. it's more like today we're going to we're going to laugh at jokes. We're going to smile and sing songs. And and if we do some stuff in Destiny, that, that's kind of like an added bonus. Mm. And it's like, oh, man, like that's a, and that's a hard thing for me to remember sometimes because, you know, I follow Twitter. I'm on social media. I see everybody who's like, man, you know, just uh, just went just carried nine guardians flawless. I'm like, oh, man, that would be a really cool thing to be able to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need one of those flawless carries. <laughs> so uh, sign me up for that. <laughs> I tell people in the stream, I'm like, here's I because people are like, well, you, you take me to lighthouse. I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'll take you as far as, as I can playing my absolute hardest. <laughs> okay and that might be to seven wins and it might be flawless and it might be none but i'm absolutely gonna play my absolute best with the most sweaty meta kit that i can <laughs> and we'll get as far as we can go people are like that's pretty cool do i have to pay you for it? i'm like no absolutely not never not in a million years uh would anybody ever have to pay to play on my fire team so like yeah i think that yeah. like when you ask yourself why do people watch Think about for like what like play to your strengths, right? Like it sounds like you already do. Like you're someone who's very easy to talk to. You have very nice eloquence about you know how you present yourself, and like Thank I you. think that that's a very comfortable, safe place to be. I don't feel for one second that you are you are judging me on anything that I've said. 
I'm worried about you judging me at this no. point. No way, dude. No, you want to you hear my judgment? My judgment is this, that you sound like an incredibly genuine, level-headed oh, thank dude you. that has like that has the, the right stuff to, to absolutely rally people around him and, and makes a safe place to play. And I think that's like so important right now. Yeah, I'm going to go tell my wife that. So I'll be right back. <laughs> you should get her on the call, tell her. Yeah. Rob is hey, a level-headed guy. Honey. Building safer places to play. Can you can you come here for a moment? <laughs> We're gonna do this, guys. We're gonna do this right now. I think she's busy. Hold on. Oh, okay, she's busy. Yeah, That's I just okay. heard her close the door. She, I think oh. she might have left. Well, she might. She, <laughs> she, 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 she's going out. She can't do it anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh, so Tej wants me to say that I'm. What? Hold on. Now I forgot. Now you <laughs> forgot. Okay, yeah. that, that 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 you're a level-headed, well-spoken individual. I am a, apparently I'm a level-headed, well-spoken individual who is very capable of creating a safe and comfortable who place very for people capable to hang out. Of creating a safe and comfortable place to hang out. Surprise me! Thank you. <laughs> did you hear that? I don't know if the RTX voice. I did. I did. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That sounds like you married well. Yes, I did marry. I always say that there's two people in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this is from How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Uh, someone who settles mm-hmm. and someone who reaches. Yep. And my wife is definitely settling for me. Yeah. Yep. I think that that's true of most men. Yes. I, I'm very fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> she puts up with me. It's more, I, have, I have yet to meet like, like, a, like a, you know, like a, a married guy who, <laughs> who isn't like, who isn't like, yeah, I married up and I know it. I got lucky. We all did. <laughs> like we did. That she picked me forever. Like she can't yeah. forever. Man. That's a, like no dude is ever like, yeah, she's pretty lucky to have me. Everybody's like, no, no dude, like I'm a I'm a scum. Like she I puts go, up with stuck. a lot of shit. Yeah, it's not <laughs> So now it's funny, we we used to have much more space when we lived in the suburbs of Ohio. And uh this last year we moved to Washington DC and we're in a little two bedroom apartment. And okay. the one room is an office. And it, sure is a shared office and we have one really long or two two ikea desks put together to be one really long desk cool. and my streaming stuff is slowly encroaching <laughs> onto her like professional work side yep, i'm like yep. oh i'm sorry this joystick is in the way this from your conference call oh no but i i spin it as all of this is dual purpose because now she's doing a lot of uh zoom meetings and uh-huh. conferences she just uh-huh. spoke on a panel and okay. as soon as she flipped on uh the camera because most of these are just like built-in webcams on laptops and right. then i'm using a sony mirrorless camera and she turned on the host like oh i think he said holy shit you got a professional setup there and i was like yes <laughs> see i told you, you it was a goodbye ashley nailed it yeah that's awesome so, so yes uh we're Hopefully, I don't, I don't know how the space is going to rearrange, but yeah, right now I have a uh, X52 flight stick sitting on her desk okay. and my phone mm-hmm. charger and an extra microphone. So it's, I'm trying to reel it in, but it's and difficult. What, what, what games do you play with it with the flight stick? Hawks? Like, no, uh, the... I have been really into Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. I've heard good things. Uh, it is a difficult game and it just kicks you in the butt the first couple hours yeah. and then there's like a moment where you're like i'm in space <laughs> so much to where so a good friend of mine pushed me to get the flight sticks and yeah. it's way better that way yeah then yeah, yeah. i was like what is the ultimate form of this game 
and uh, it's with a VR headset. So I no way. Found an <laughs> Oculus Rift. VR headsets are sold out like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I found on a military website where you can only only military people can purchase. It's called okay. Shop My Exchange. Okay. Uh, I found one for sale that was available, and so I bought that. And now I've been playing it in VR, and it is crazy, dude. That's awesome. I am in the Matrix. That's so cool. It is wild. I I didn't know how it was going to go down. Now, occasionally, my wife will come and like poke me in the nose when I'm not oh, no. paying attention. And absolutely terrify you. Do you jump? <laughs> no, I would I'm jump. not playing crazy games, and I can hear. I have a I open open back headphones. So oh, I can okay. kind of so hear when helps. she's tiptoeing around. Yeah. Uh, the last I tried one stream with it. I'm not sure if VR streaming is where it's at, but I tried it. Uh, you? you see, like midstream, just a hand come out of the green screen, poke me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, see see i i gotta be honest i'm like i'm kind of a i'm kind of a, a masochist for uh for like like self-torture and yeah. uh and and so well, i i like horror games are, are oh, like, no. like, to, like 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 alien isolation i played with with absolutely like blasting closed back gaming headphones oh my gosh in the dark like I, I streamed it. The only way you could see me was through the the light of my screen, <laughs> like on the camera. And so, and, yeah. and and if I did this, if I, I would do the exact same thing with VR, I'd probably plug my own nose just to do sensory deprivation to oh the absolute max. Like I, I love that stuff. A funny thing is, I hate horror movies. Can't watch things. Really one. terrify me. Yeah, I don't like gory movies, like saws, anything like that. Yeah, I, no, am, I can't do that. I am a thirty-one-year-old man, infantry soldier. Hate needles. Hey, okay. So, then that, so you're out. Yeah. No soft for you. Yeah. Salt two. There's a scene where this guy throws this girl in this bed of needles, and that literally was my nightmare. <gasps> oh, I hate yeah. it. I hate it. Yeah. Hate ah! it. it. Oh, I just got so many goosebumps I all know. over my whole body just hearing yes. you say that. No. Mm-mm. So how nope. are you playing Can't. all these horror games? I think the uh, the interactivity is what saves me. So yeah. so I have a choice of when to engage the horror. Okay. Unless, can, of course, it's a jump scare moment, which, yeah. of course, like those are OK because they're kind of fun. And then, you know, if you die, the game like has a loading screen to refresh checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you get a little moment of breath for a second. But I think yeah. like I couldn't do it if I didn't like if I didn't get to sit around the corner for like 20 minutes and just look at the camera and tell you, I don't know if I'm going to do this chat. Like and just <laughs> contemplate my life's existence. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to play them. It took me a while to even like go through Resident Evil 7. It's, 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 a, it's a scary game. But it's great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. good. It's fantastic. Once it's so I played good. it, I was like, what did I do? And yeah. I didn't even finish it. I got to the boat. You got to and the then boat. Yeah. My PlayStation broke. I had to send it in mm-hmm. and they uh they wiped it. Then I oh, lost all my no. saves. Oh, those those scummy people. I know. Xbox is so much better when it, it comes is. to those cloud saves and the all that stuff. Cloud saves and on stuff. Yeah, man. I'm, even I'm with you on I, that one. I have two Xboxes and two PlayStations, and I keep, you know, the one set in the office and the yep. other set in the living room. Same. We and do the same thing. Yeah. Going back and forth is such a pain. Like if I forget to upload it to the cloud, yep. then I got to go back to the living room, turn that on. Yeah. No, man, it's a pain. I, 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 I tell, I tell everybody who asks me like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you like about Xbox better? And it's like, well, okay. I like Xbox's ecosystem, sit like console experience, Xbox live, all those things much better. PlayStation. I absolutely love the narrative driven exclusives. So, I, I mean, they're just boxes of plastic for me. Yeah, I play yeah. where my friends are. That's pretty much the biggest sure. thing. I end up buying multiple games on every platform if I like them. And yeah. that's what slowed me down for a while with Destiny. Right. Because I was trying to keep up three characters on three different platforms. Oof. That's a, yeah, tough, was, that a tough call. 
it was a godsend when they did the the cross save. Cross save, totally. Yeah, uh, I did that for the division two as well. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I just yeah, I can't wait for that to be more of a thing. Yeah, cross save I think is going to become more and more common. Yeah, as we as we go forward, I I, I have to say, I just finished. Uh, I did it off stream with my wife because she's a huge fan as well, and we played Last of Us two uh, together. Man. I, I, I know that that game's a controversial hot hot topic for the most ridiculous internet reasons, but um, I have to say that it is probably one of the most masterfully crafted, beautiful narrative experiences I have ever ex- like uh, enjoyed across multiple mediums, across film, across games, across anything. I, man, cannot give that game enough praise. Yeah, I mean, the emotional roller coaster, oh. uh, it's the way that that studio can make people feel things oh my goodness uh, i loved it i don't really i really haven't got involved or heard much of the controversy i know they were doing death threats to the one lady who plays a uh, uh i forget her name the chick abby abby yeah. abby makes me want to lift weights immediately no she dude man i she was such an, 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 an incredibly complex and intimidating character and yes and, oh my goodness i i just uh I think you have, uh, you, you unfortunately, and you know, this is a little bit of a real moment, but unfortunately you have just this, you have the, the most, the, the darkest corners of, of kind of the internet come out to, to yeah. remind the world that, that there are still a large number of people that, uh, you know, uh, want, want, want their, their, their female characters to be nothing but, you know, sex icons or, yeah or, you know, Laura Croft. And it's like, I just there's nothing wrong with having strong and attractive female characters, but there's also nothing wrong with having a very down to earth, uh, completely jacked. Awesome. Like kick you in the face character either. Yeah. I love that stuff, man. I love that aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, she, She reminds me of, um, the lady from, uh, the Star Wars. Um, shoot, oh yeah, the Mandalorian. The, uh, Gina Carano's uh, bounty hunter or, or paratrooper or whatever she was, right? Yeah, so you're talking yeah. about Mandalorian. She's got that yeah. physique. Yes, I'm like, yes. Totally. I actually thought weights. it was her they used as the body model, and we looked it up and it wasn't. But but uh, I was like, man, it kind of looks like her too a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Ah, uh, all right. So good. I know this guy like way left field of what what I was. It, but that's that's how it goes. Yeah, that's yeah, how it goes that's here. This, man, that's the best part. How did you get, were you part of the whole, um, like original mixer, like partner team where you guys were trying to build up as a community together? Uh, so no, I was not. I, okay. I transferred. Do you know what I'm talking first, about? Um, I think like you were talking about right around the, the beam mixer transition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler kind of explained to me, like, it was just a bunch of us. We kind of all got together as mixer creators and we're like, we're going to be partners together and kind of yep. all help each other grow. Yep. Yeah, so that was something that happened just before my time um, uh, on Mixer. I, I my first Mixer stream was the day that Warmind launched, so okay. May eighth, twenty eighteen, was my first Mixer stream, and um, I they had they had already gone through that process. I actually was never I never was partnered with Mixer. Really? So, yeah, no, I was never a, a partnered streamer with Mixer. Okay. That was something that I not not for lack of effort, but. Uh, uh, for some reason, just, I don't know. I pissed in somebody's Cheerios over well, there, I guess they missed out. Oh, thank you very much. That's nice to say. I shared, I share, actually, it's interesting. You, you mentioned this, this particular topic. I, 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 uh, I shared the entire three application partnership process, uh, in a YouTube video that I did shortly after mixers announcement of closure. Um, 
where it was a live stream where people were just kind of asking me questions. We were just kind of reminiscing about what it was like to mm-hmm. be on Mixer. And um, I uploaded it to YouTube. So if anybody's curious about uh, what the behind the curtain view of of Mixer's partnership application journey was like for somebody who did not get approved um, based on. <laughs> I'll check that out. Things that are very different from what they claim to be about. But uh, yeah, definitely what check was, it out. What was the motivation for, you said you went through a rebrand and you kind of wanted to rechange or yeah. grow and commit to Mixer. When what I was, was on Twitch, about? it was like, I, I kind of felt, I was, I was new to streaming, obviously. And I, I kind of looked at some of my role models. I'm like, okay, what are the people that I watch on Twitch doing? And I think there was a common thread of kind of this, especially at that point, uh, you know, kind of edginess and, um, you know, uh, I guess, I guess to, to an extent, almost a sense of entitlement, which, um, you know, is how some people manage a brand really well. And some people really like that. And, uh, I, you oh. know, as I was kind of trying to discover who I was going to be as a streamer, I, in my initial kind of persona was a little bit of that. Um, what do you, what do you mean by like entitlement? Like, like just this kind of like, you know, um, like, you know, if somebody, uh, like ribbed you in the chat you know, whatever, it would just kind of yeah. be like, uh, you know, uh, I don't need you. You can, oh, yeah. you know, ban hammer, right. Get out of here. You, you dish it back or, you know, whatever. And, and who I mean, are you? It, yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, you know, really? Um, and that, that sounds so not me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that doesn't sound like you at all. No. Uh, like overly aggressive, uh, like language, which I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not against, you know, I'm not against cursing by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I think that it's, it's become pretty commonplace in this, in this, you know, era that we're in right now. It's not a big deal, but I choose to, I just at that point be running my stream in a place that was like, a, you know, if you came in, you would hear, you know, not, not like, you know, what I would consider to be wrong, morally yeah. wrong language, yeah. but you'd hear aggressive language for sure. You're um, a big daddy or big daddy T's house. And you're oh, about yeah. to get messed up. You're about to get messed up. I didn't even have my <laughs> name back then. I didn't even really have my name back then. I had my name for probably six months before I switched. So what was the name before that? It was just my gamer tag. It was just Dark Sniper. Okay. Because um, I just didn't know what I was. You know, I had no idea what I was going to do for that kind of stuff. So, uh, but but the the rebranding and everything came from like. You know, when I decided I was going to go to Mixer, mostly because of discoverability, like it was it was really about like, okay, I really want to be able to get to a place where, you know, people can find my content easier than on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, That it was kind of like, okay, this is your one chance to either continue with what you had or reestablish yourself in a new place um, with, you know, new people as something that's more innately me. And I, I wanted to embrace that. I think. It's so much. It makes things so much easier when I don't have to be anything but myself. Yeah. As opposed to like trying to trying to you know manage chat, manage playing the game, and then also staying in, in a character. It was kind of like, uh, I mean, I had a lot of uh, you know like him or hate him, I got a lot of respect for the doc for being able to oh, do yeah. that all the time. You know, I think that he definitely manages a brand in a very specific way. He's got a character and a persona that he portrays constantly, um, and that's that's got to be you know so exhausting. Yeah, tiring, especially tiring. his level of energy and yeah. that commitment. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and uh, you know, I think about uh, as I, I'm I'm an empath by nature, uh, and so I, I think about you know how how that must be to come down from you know with his family after a stream. You know, is yeah. there is there a transition time? Is there a period where I always know, wonder where where like where does it blend? You know, who is the character yeah. versus who is the person, and then yeah. does that get 
slippery at one point for doing well, it so long. Did you, and this isn't totally a tangent again, but did you, did you ever watch, uh, you know, his video from kind of when it all came out that he had been in a relationship with somebody? Yes. Okay. So I think that you, uh, you kind of got to see a little bit of that in a very highly emotional kind of sad place. Mm-hmm. But you, but when you see the dude kind of sit down in a plaid shirt without the wig and without the sunglasses and he, you know, he says, Hey guys, I, uh, I messed up. And you know, and this guy is, you know, he's, he's, he's got tears and he's got this, yeah. this kind of like this, no, no hype, no voice. It's just, I'm here. I'm, I messed up and I'm, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of work to do and I'm not going to be creating content for a while. And, uh, you know, I think at that point you kind of see, you know, this is still a guy, you know, this is yeah. still a guy with a, you know, wife and kids and, and, you know, and, and it, I think that it, it proves that at, 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 you know, especially at that level of success, you're, you're kind of constantly bombarded with, uh, you know, situations that really test your, your metal. Yeah. And, um, would never want to be that no, famous. No, I, I, I can't, I can't even imagine the amount of pressure and the amount of like, you know, and it's not to try to excuse what, what happened because that's yeah. an obviously a terrible, terrible thing to, to have to go through. Um, but I think that there's something to be said for, you know, the, the reality of, you know, if you are not someone who can overcome and make the right choices in those tense situations, you, know, you really got to be careful about what you allow yourself to be exposed to. Yeah. Is, is there a certain level of like showmanship for you when you do your show? Like, is there a, like, I guess a, a character per se that you're presenting or is this just you? I think there is to an extent. Um, you know, I, I would say that not, not anywhere close to like what the doc has obviously, mm-hmm. but I think that there's also a, a side of it where, you know, the way that you and I are having conversation now, this is not how I sound on a stream. Um, there's a, you know, my voice will usually go up an octave. Uh, and you know, there'll be a lot more kind of excitement about everything. And, and a lot yeah. of that is very genuine excitement because I do love doing it. But I think at some points there's definitely, you know, it, you're, it's still a stage. You're still yeah. on stage. You're still put on a show. It's a show. I think it can still be me in, in the truest sense of the word, but, but half the reason, at least that I think that I, that I perceive that people come watch is because, you know, whether or not it's a genuine show, it's still a show. There's still a level of expectation about hype and and you know do i do i go around my house singing falsetto all the time no i don't i don't i i you know that's like uh sometimes when i'm trying to make my <laughs> wife laugh yeah but uh but you know the, the, there's there's that kind of stuff there's elements that are showmanship that kind of just add to the production of of the stream more so than i would say is like a character i'm still myself i still mm-hmm. present my my personal values and the things that are important to me in a way that is meant to kind of just say, Hey, this is who I am. If you know, that's uh, that's, uh, that's how the stream's going to be. Um, yeah. you know, I, my wife doesn't come home from groceries and I'm, you know, I'm not, thanks for getting yeah. the groceries. It's not really like, you know, I don't really, that's not, it's not, doesn't happen that way. <laughs> you should next time should, she comes yeah, back. She might like yeah. it. I think she's pretty sick of hearing falsetto throughout the entire house every day though. <laughs> I can imagine. I, uh, I stream in a, well, our, our office doesn't have a door on it. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. She's, she hears, she has like my little, um, pitch deck that I say every hour or so. Yeah. Uh, she like has that memorized. Oh my God. I'm Maldo underscore Rob, official content creator for the army national guard. (laughs) So she'd be like, I hear I'm Maldo underscore Rob. (laughs) So I'm hoping the next place, if we're, we're looking at going to the air force base for housing. Cool. Cause it's a, it's still in DC. We really yeah. love living in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if we're ready. Houses, houses. I love DC. I have yeah. never lived in a big city before, and this has been a unique and awesome experience. As crazy as it's been the last couple months, um, being able to see you know the Washington Monument or the Capitol Building from my rooftop and hang out and grill while staring at that is amazing. It's really cool. Um, but uh, your real estate is crazy expensive here. I mean, fixer uppers are like six hundred thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so uh, we're not we're not quite there yet. Um, but if we move to the Air Force Base, uh, we'll have more space. So I yeah. have I have gotten the okay for a dedicated studio for, there it for is. the next next place. There it is. That's what you need, man. Because I feel bad sometimes. I'd be like, all right, I did a twenty four hour stream and she was working. Oh no! And uh, she, well, she, I had kicked her out into the living into the kitchen, so I set up sure. her computer and monitors all sure. in the kitchen. And then she's like, I have a conference call. You have to be quiet. So I'm like, all right, guys, we're doing an SMR stream right now. <laughs> my wife has a real job and uh, she's in a conference call. So I hope you enjoy the sounds of my sweet timber tones. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, amazing. So, so a little soundproofing will go a long way in the Maldonado household. Perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. That threw me. That threw, dude, this is flying by. I can't believe we're by. almost... At yeah. an hour, I'm like, there are things that I wanted to get to <laughs> that were just going a mile in a, mi- a mile a minute. Ask, um, ask, fire away. Well, I'll share a funny story about Destiny. Uh, during my that charity stream I did, a buddy of mine played some Destiny with me, and he's like, "Look, uh, I'm doing a flawless raid, so I can give you an hour." I was like, "What?" So, what about our friendship? He's like, "Yeah, I got to do this raid, so uh, <laughs> I'll give you an hour. Take it or leave it, man. Take it." <laughs> oh no! I was like, "Okay, I'll yeah. take it." So he yep. did some crucible for a few. There you go. What what has you like was there a conscious decision to be like I am going to stream Destiny or did this just kind of fall into place? Like I love this game. I just want to play it more and share oh, that man. with people. <laughs> I'm going to open up some old wounds. It's good that okay. my wife's not in here. Uh so <laughs> so I was a big Halo fan. I mean, I think I think that's an understated part of my journey as a, as a as a video game fan is is that mm-hmm. uh you know i was i was a halo dude like i read books i had you know i actually have still a six foot master chief statue in my garage that was that's in my amazing apartment in college and that's house, amazing actually till we moved here um and uh, uh like I, I i was addicted to to halo everything i wanted to know about the universe i wanted to know about all the characters every facet of the unsc and the war against the covenant all these different things and so when Bungie, you know, kind of was like, hey, we're going to make another game and uh, it's going to be called Destiny and it's space. And, and, you know, I don't know if you remember, but the, the, the D1 kind of like initial marketing was pretty vague. Like there was there was not a lot of clarity about what the game was. Yeah, um, I was I was late to video games and I came in at the Taken King. OK, so that's like, fine. I so I think I came in like Prime Destiny 1. You did come in Prime Destiny 1, which is awesome. That's great. Uh, but I can tell you that, like, you know, just the the marketing and, and kind of announcements around D1 at the time was like you, you saw they, they used the Hunter a lot and the Titan because they were, you know, the two kind of most recognizable yeah. ah, player with a cloak. Ah, armor looks like Master Chief. Cool. Um, and so, you know, you kind of saw this like these 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 kind of like panning shots of landscapes on planets and space and uh, you know, hunters and titans and sometimes warlocks doing things, you know, in, in, in the vast areas. And, and there were like, you know, the, the, the tones from, 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 from Marty and, 
you know, doom, 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 doom. you're like, oh my goodness, so ominous, so, 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 so not actiony packed like, like Halo. And then it kind of got closer and closer to launch, and people were like, I don't really understand what this game's going to be. And so, uh, I, I was pretty excited because I was a Bungie fan. Um, but I wasn't like chomping at the bit. I wasn't like, man, like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll check it out. It's going to be good. It's, it's Bungie, whatever. Uh, so I played the beta and I played when D1 launched and right after that, right about a month after D1 launched, like I didn't really understand what the game was because I've never played an MMO. I had very spent very little time with RPGs outside of like Mass Effect and Skyrim, which were not exactly, you know, they were actually very different RPGs, very different kind of games. Um, like I, I tried to get into the original Dragon Age and, and couldn't because of how kind of MMO ability driven heavy it was. Uh, and and it was, wasn't what I liked to play. I wanted Halo. I wanted Halo again. And so Destiny, while it had the addictive combat of Halo, didn't have the structure uh, to kind of tell me how to enjoy the game and kind of drive me forward as a player. I understood that my gear leveled and my character leveled and I should always use the higher number stuff. That was a pretty easy concept to, to grasp onto. But the the progression of or or even the, um, you know, the OK, patrol beacons were huge in Destiny 1. And, yeah. and the fact that they never went away, I, I could not wrap my mind around the fact for the for like months that, that that you can't complete the patrols. There's not a fixed number of them. They're just there. Yeah. So there would be entire days where I, you know, not really knowing what the next quote unquote story mission was. I would just spawn onto Earth and, and literally do patrols for like six hours. And I'm like, is this the Whoa. game? Like, Whoa. is this the whole game? Because this That's feels like really empty. Like, yeah. and I kind of was just waiting for like another cutscene or a boss to show up or, you know, I, I was a conventional video game player where I was like, I will do things until something happens and, and nothing happened yeah. because I wasn't choosing the right planets or the right missions or the right nodes or the right thing, you know, and then there wasn't really a way to know that that's what you're supposed to do. So very quickly after Destiny 1 launched, I kind of fell off. I'm like, yeah, that was that was an interesting experience sure uh all right Bungie. well good job i'm gonna go back and and you know and at that point uh, master chief collection was coming out and oops we all know how that yeah that was not a good Mm -mm. good time at all that was an abomination so my kind of love for halo was pretty much tarnished at that point it's like what do you want me to do go on my 360 to play halo like that's (laughs) cool fun great so so i had a, a friend once who um who said to me, you know, hey, I'm playing Destiny as well. Uh, we're going to do a raid. Do you want to come? And I'm like, what? What's a raid? And, um, and they're like, it doesn't matter. Just you'll get, you know, high level gear and you don't even have to do anything. You just have to shoot some dudes when we tell you to. Otherwise, you can sit in the corner. And I'm like, oh, I mean, OK, sure. So, you know, my my unfortunate, horrible Vault of Glass experience for the very first time was literally being told to do nothing while everybody else did all the mechanics. Nobody tried to teach nice. me how to do the mechanics. Uh, it was literally just me being like, why are we here? What is on Venus? What are these? Why are we shooting these Vex? What's going on? Is this part of the game? Is this the story? Is this the final boss? And be like, don't worry about it. Just go sit over there. We're just going to shoot these glowy things and you'll get a piece of gear. I'm like, oh, okay. I did that. And, and at that point, I was kind of like, that was like, that was pretty fun. Like, I wonder if I, I wonder if one of the things I've been missing is people to play with. So I, uh, I sent a message into the tower once to a random person. Um, it was like, hey, do you want to play Destiny? Do you want to just play stuff today? And he said yes. And we became friends. And then I made a clan that was started recruiting more and more people to potentially do raids with. And, and I started getting more and more invested. I started to understand the gameplay and progression loop. Uh, and then Destiny took over my life like heroin. <laughs> uh, <It's a> big <laughs> gateway. This is, this is where the open wounds come up. Is that? Oh, gosh. Uh, man, it, it it was it was like a it was like a rift in my marriage. 
Wow. Um, yeah, totally. Totally, dude. I'm very, I'm very open about that because it's like, it's a real thing that, that was so, yeah. I was so sucked in and so into, like it was all day, every day I was working from home, um, you know, and had all this free time, but I was neglecting, you know, kind of every other aspect of my life. Yeah. And, uh, I was just there all, I was dirty. You know, my hygiene <laughs> slipped. Like, oh I, I my had gosh. To- oh, you've seen that World of Warcraft South yeah. Park episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, th- was that was me. <laughs> like, it was, it was bad. Wow. And, oh, yeah. So, so eventually, like, you know, Amanda kind of had this come to Jesus moment with me where she was like, look, this is your life. And we have to kind of get some boundaries in place about this yeah. because you are now have, you are in healthier relationships with your clanmates than you are with me. And that is not a great thing and i was like oh, okay you know what you're right this is this is my moment this is my where we kind of you know re recalibrate so we did yeah. and it ended up being fine we needed to have that moment and it was a you know a long first year of destiny where it was it was a lot and it was a strain and, and we got over it but i think yeah. at that point you know destiny had become my favorite game of all time and still wow. is so destiny two launching was like a huge moment for me. That was like, you know, the biggest thing. Halo five was a huge disappointment to me. So I really haven't gone back to halo even once. Um, so, so to, to kind of get, to get into where I, why I play destiny two now, skip ahead to, to where we are. Uh, I love the experience of living in destiny's world that they've built. And it's, um, it's just, it's for me, it, I, it is, it, they could remove leveling. They could remove loot really from the game and i would still just go in there to do it to be in that place yeah um and 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 write my own character story i write uh lore for my guardian really um i do yeah it's on my discord server i have like seven or eight entries of like that's bad at uh, the things that she's done thank you man yeah Yeah, that's uh and that's it allows me to kind of you know use the imagination and and in the way that bungie kind of ominously tells the history of your guardian and lets you kind of fill in the blanks for yourself all i did was was write them down instead how did you feel about that one speaking line? I forget what uh where that was. <laughs> In Forsaken? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so they have different voice artists for each of the races. Um yeah. I I have a female awoken is my main character. And I was so disappointed with how oh. she sounded. <laughs> Cuz it was nothing like I no. imagined in my mind. Wow. Okay. She was so nasally and just, <laughs> oh no, it was just, it was just, she, it was like, it was, I, 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 I hear in my, in my head when my character talks in my mind, I hear this kind of maybe even British, you know, like, like kind of like, you know, don't worry Zavala, we will, we will end the war against the cabal and, <laughs> and we will go and I will, and we will defend these guardians and the tower and the last city and all these people. And this so, is. And, they, can we pause for, I'm sorry. That is yeah. the best thing that has happened to this podcast ever. <laughs> that moment right there oh no yes oh well okay, proceed so that, my that's my that's apologies what, that's what i hear in my head when she talks yeah. when, when, yeah. and that's the so then to hear to hear her kind of in that cutscene, aldred is mine i was like what is what is happening no this is not her stop it up uh, so i was a little i was a little turned off by that because then i watched uh i watched one where somebody had like a female human and it was like aldrin is mine i was like what that's way better what is yeah. like, why do the awoken have to be like witch people like that's kind of strange yeah like that i don't know so no i i i, I actually i wish that the guardians had more voice acting work because i really like that about mass effect where your character talked all the time 
Yeah. Um, and even about Halo 4, where Master Chief talked all the time. Actually, Halo 4 is my favorite Halo, which, oh, oh hot take, spicy. Yeah. We're getting wild over here. Wild. But Are you um, looking forward to Infinite? I don't know. Maybe. I'm scared. Yeah. I hope they do it right. I don't know, man. They like, okay, here's the thing. Like, they, they so, so I think about, like, why Halo 5 was such a failure to me. Uh, was like, and you know, spoiler alert, we're years after the games, whatever. Yeah. But the uh, the two things one, you had this this narrative driven, immense story in Halo 4 that had uh, incredible Master Chief dialogue, depth of character, a villain to hate, uh, and a, a crazy boss fight, Cortana's uh, completely emotional self sacrifice, uh, to save the world. Great, yeah. really awesome, fun and engaging, new enemies, the whole nine yards. They nailed it. Come to Halo 5, you create what I thought was going to be a very cool character with Agent Locke. Because um, I really like Michael. I don't remember his last name. Uh, and then, you know, more about the story comes out and is like, hey, so you're actually going to spend the majority of the game playing as Agent Locke. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, sure. Keep going. I'm like, and the bad guy's Master Chief. Wait, what? The, yeah. the hero, the hero of the stories. Are- Okay. Uh, oh, oh, and you find out halfway through that Cortana is actually an even bigger villain. Wait, but she's dead. Ah, uh, she's not. We brought her back to life. Yeah. Just kidding. Wait, what? You did? Yeah, and she wants to take over the world and kill everybody. What? I mean, uh, just wait, leading up to it was wait, so... What? <laughs> yeah. So, it was like, all these things were like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to this story? Like, I don't know. We made an esports game, and then we had forgot <laughs> we had to put a campaign into it, so we told the interns to write something quick. <laughs> Like, that, that's really how it felt to me because at that point halo esports was huge and it was yeah. going to be this like big you know competitive scene which whoops uh yeah. and then you know now we're to the point where it's like you know nobody remembers halo 5 fondly i thought People that you know, actively try for, to forget halo 5 exists yes yes like you know and i think you you kind of wrote, you wrote in an entire second spartan team that like everybody liked sarah palmer in halo 4 even mm-hmm. if she was not you know, she was Spartan four. She wasn't master chief. She wasn't one of the genetically modified, but the same thing with agent Locke and his team. And those were cool characters, but they become uncool when you they're when you have to play as them hunting down your favorite character. Yeah. Then that's not a good, not a good vibe. So I, I don't, I, I infinite to me is like, you've got a lot of, you got a lot of trust to rebuild with me homeboy because master chief collection was unplayable till years after launch when I'd already forgotten about it. Halo 5 completely was a letdown for me. And I was like, I mean, like, I'm telling you, man, people are like, you're not a real Halo fan. Like, the Master Chief is in my garage, full size. He's yeah. there. I've read the books. I'm about it, dude. I love Halo. Yeah. But you, they just, they literally, I felt like Jon Snow playing Halo 5. They, they, they trapped me outside and stabbed me 400 oh, times. I like, just, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I died for the watch. I died for the watch, dude. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's crazy. And yeah. uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm torn. I hope I have high hopes, but me too. I am expecting disappointment. So anything above that <laughs> I will, will be a win. The bar is so low. Yes. All right. So we're getting to just about the hour mark. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to keep you too long. It's Sunday. I want you to enjoy, spend some time with sure. your wife. Sure. If you could go back to 2017 when you first started, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself with all oh, the man. wisdom and knowledge and experiences that you have now? What do you say? I would probably say, uh, 
and this is based on feedback I've received from people probably watch, you know, that have watched the stream, but I think I would probably tell myself, dude, you need to, you need to remember that the m more people will watch if, if you're just you and, and you don't worry about the production value and you don't worry about, you know, the, the, things you play the games your game types you're playing your skill your you know I, I think that if there's one thing that i i wish that i had known earlier and i feel like i'm to a good point with it now but i do feel like earlier i really wish that i had recognized the fact that it is so much healthier for creating content on a stream to just let people come to be with you because of who you are and not because of something that you're trying to be mm -hmm. at least in my case obviously We've talked about the doc having a much different experience and other people have too. But I think yeah. that like if I could tell that that would be the one thing. It wouldn't be buy a better camera. You know, it wouldn't <laughs> be, you know, stop playing Destiny. It would be just focus on emanating your core values, the things that are important to you, and let people that come watch uh, you know, be in line with that because before you know it, you'll have an audience of people that are watching you for the wrong reasons. And <laughs> that'll get old real quick. Oh, my dog is chasing a fly. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if RTX if Nvidia is taking that out, but no, I took it out. I don't hear anything. Oh, good, good. I was, she like just barreled into my office <laughs> after this fly. Oh, uh, that last question I asked to everybody, and I feel like they always talk directly to me uh, because that's I am hyper. I feel like I'm hyper analytical with uh, what what game I'm playing and what type of viewership will I be found in? And mm -hmm. I'm not focusing on just me enjoying what I'm playing, but okay, this, this game has about, you know, a thousand, like anywhere from a thousand to 1500, I can get discovered. You know, it puts me within like the top two or three sure. rows. And I'm just constantly looking at what games I can fit into that little category that I like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yeah, man. Do you need that? Do whatever game you want. The game matters less. <laughs> yeah. So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that stop button before actually, where can people find you? If oh, they yeah. want to see Big Daddy Teej, where are they going? Oh man, I got a couple places to go into. First and foremost, twitch.tv slash big daddy teach. You got it. T E E J. Uh and then uh the other place I hang out most often is Twitter. And then I'm on Twitter at B D teach because big daddy teach was taken by somebody who hasn't tweeted or liked anything since 2015 i'm a little salty about it but yeah there's uh you and other i guess tie fighter had the same thing yeah where there's like one person that's tie fighter that hasn't done anything since 2010 Nothing. yeah it's ridiculous really makes me sad <laughs> all right we'll we'll write a petition there it we is want this all right everybody so thank you so much everyone who made it to the end of the show i appreciate each and every one of you guys you can find me every other week the next one coming out on time. So looking forward to that. Um, find me on Twitter at Maldo underscore Rob. You can find me on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday evenings. Twitch.tv backslash Maldo underscore Rob. If you have any feedback for the show, let me know. Shoot me a tweet or a DM. You can email me at streamtokenpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, guys, it's been my pleasure to serve. <laughs>